All right, Kitty. What's going on, everybody? Uh, this is Untitled Media, and uh, uh, we're here. We're a weekly podcast. We come in here and talk about all kinds of uh, geeky nerdy weekly things. Weekly podcast. Yeah, yeah. Air quotes <laughs> for for you know for our entertainment, your entertainment, and just you know to have some fun. And uh, my name's Zach. I'm Maddie. I'm Nick. Yeah, and you know that's that's uh, all we got for this week. And, uh, <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. So, but 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 there's a lot uh, to talk about, seeing as we haven't done this in in quite a while. I was on vacation. Other people had you know things to take care of and all that. Scheduling so, conflicts. Yeah, exactly. So it happens. That's 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 real life for you. Maddie got a new cat. Yeah, I got a new cat. A lot of stuff has happened. I'm now a esports article writer, so I'll I be saw that. Congrats! Stuff going on. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, I think I'm gonna be able to go to the splits for like Smite and then Worlds if I'm still doing that kind of stuff. But I've been given permission to kind of write about whatever I want. So if I want to write about League of Legends, I can just about networking right now, but I've also become a stream team manager for an organization who has uh, teams in World of Tanks, CSGO, and Smite right now. So I've been busy on I, top of work. How'd you go about landing that? I, I'm just the first I'm hearing about that, so congratulations. So um, the stream team thing, I'm always talking to people in Smite anyway, and I was like, I saw that they were kind of looking for someone, so I messaged somebody that I know, and I was like, can I do anything to help you guys or something to get involved? Like, I don't really care about what you're going to pay me or whatever. It's more so about just, like, having fun. He was like, yeah, you can do this. So I'm going to set up charity streams for the streamers that they have and um just a lot of other stuff with streaming scouting streamers for them like if you ever go on twitch and you see like that someone's streaming and then after the game it says with so and so that's kind of like the organization that they're partnered up with so we try to do that and then the writing thing somebody just came to me and said you know i know that you have connections with all these players i'm sure they'd be happy to work with you so I like writing, so I said, yeah. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. D- didn't yeah. it all come to you within, like, a week of each other, too? Because, yeah. like, I just went on Twitter. It was like, okay, I'm writing for eSports now. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm awesome. stream team manager. And one of the coolest things is that we got the data back for my article, and it was read over 1,000 times. The majority of the people were staying on the page for six minutes, which means that they're actually reading it. Yeah, they're not just like, oh, okay, screw this. Yeah, because if you get like 3,000 views, but the average is like three seconds, that means nothing. Yeah. So it's been really good. It's been fun. Yeah, that means that that your your article contains, uh, you know, information that people actually care to read instead of just glossing over things, looking for key elements that they want to read and then scooting out of there. Must be uh, very well written too, because if it wasn't, I'd be out of there and like, No time. Well, what I want to do is try to write articles that anybody can kind of come into the scene and get into it because esports is still new, but we see high schoolers adding teams to play for these leagues and like scholarships are being offered. So I want an entry level person who's never really watched any of that kind of stuff to kind of read it and get into it or understand what's going on. Is that the whole base of your thing is informative, informative? uh... Yeah. 
Right. Yeah. Which so, is like, incredibly difficult because MOBAs are the worst genre to try to get into. So if you can get people to do that just through writing articles, all the power to you. The funny thing is that the guy who kind of runs it, his mom does proofreading and stuff because I don't know if that she's a teacher, that's her job, but I see comments from her like, what's jungling? Like, what's a twit longer? <laughs> like, what's an ADC? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's actually good questions because somebody might be reading it and have no idea. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this isn't in my Webster dictionary. <laughs> but uh, I like centered on one of the teams that's going into like the splits which you compete at these to go to eventually worlds and i kind of explained each of the players and what their strengths and weaknesses were and like how they had changed from season two and like have you guys ever heard of like the roster apocalypse no it's like in esports when like after they compete or whatever, they just butch whoever's on the team. Like they caught people, people go to other teams because maybe like the synergy wasn't working out. Uh, gotcha. It's similar to like the draft after the NFL or like how contracts run out and like free agency. A bunch of, yeah, a bunch of stuff happened. So it was pretty brutal this year. Like a lot of people felt like there was backstabbing and there's just a lot of drama entailed in that. It's interesting for sure, though. Yeah, definitely. That's 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 uh, quite an accomplishment. So just make sure that you know, come come holiday 2016, that you write millions of articles on Gears of War 4. Oh yeah. Do you guys that's think that's gonna be a competitive? Like, do you think that I, will? Be I don't heavily? think so. No. Uh, Gears. Uh, well, they're they're trying to make it to to uh you know cater to the esports crowd more because they said they didn't do it as much in and uh the I late think any game, so. game dev is going to try to do that though right because now esports is getting larger it's being on espn so yeah we're making a jump for esports but everybody's making a jump for esports well i it's mean but crazy. gears is pretty competitive in and of itself like it's always been you know uh it's it's one of the best like team based shooters out there in my opinion. So, like what it's like the one of the most it is like the perfect game. Obviously, besides like Halo and Call of Duty and stuff to like get into esports. Like it's it's all gonna be dependent on if they make the game like something fun to watch. I think a lot of people like Smite and stuff because there's team fights and you can kind of see like where it's like that overhead type of spectator viewer you can see where people are messing up do you know yeah. what i mean yeah or like Plus, um, people are making call outs and stuff so it's actual teamwork but i feel like it's harder in like games like gears of war to get that into it because with like gears of war it's not even like a fighting games where it's strictly one-on-one -on -one, like a, a boxing or mma type of deal just for kind of making a comparison where you can just be like, oh my god, look what he did. That's a nice counter. That's a nice counter. Mm -hmm. You can do that. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, like, I mean, they could always incorporate something like, um, uh, Evolve is probably one of the most recent games I saw that it. They put in a spectator mode, which lets you view each person in there and, and view their camera and, and view their hit points, who has the better chance of winning, all kinds of stuff like that. So I feel like if games incorporate that more, that kind of thing, to have a spectator mode it'll make it'll make watching esports and stuff like that a lot easier i think it's also dependent on the players like who are playing like i don't know if you guys remember the competitive scene for halo 
but there was like so much trash talking that went on and like it was enjoyable to watch them play each other yeah another was, big thing that does it for me is the commentators that they have like i mm -hmm. love uh very few commentators like what street fighters going right now at uh final round and they're in the top one the remaining 128 players so they're whittling that down to be finished by the end of the night but uh james chen i love it when he's commentating knows what he's talking about has a fun time doing it love hearing him some of the others i'm just like i just swap out i don't like your commentary that was one of the things with Evolve. I used to watch some of the stuff and they'd get these like really pretty girls on that had no idea what they were talking about. And I would just turn it off. I'd be like, I can't listen to this. Do you know what I mean? The only time I like when somebody comes on that doesn't know what they're talking about is when uh, Conan O'Brien went on Clueless and gamer. shoutcasted for um, what game were they playing? Ah, uh, damn it. It might have been League. I'm not sure. Oh, you had me at Conan O'Brien. But it was, it was the funniest thing because Conan just has no no fear, no shame. So he just didn't give a shit about anything. Like, he was just bashing these people the whole time, and it was the funniest thing I've ever, I've ever seen. That's what, like, I remember watching Evolve, and they had commentators, and they were just blaming everything on the medic, which I used to play medic, so that pissed me off. I was like, I can't heal everything that happens to you. You need to dodge stuff. Looks and like, they were just, um, yep. like, bashing the medic over and over again when I clearly saw that, like, the people just weren't jetpacking out of the way. They were getting hit by everything. Looks yep. like Conan sh uh, shoutcasted uh, World of Warcraft Arena Tournament at BlizzCon. Yes, that was oh, it. Oh, God. Yes. Oh, man, it was so good. If you haven't seen that, you definitely got to watch it. I want to watch hilarious. it. I'll probably watch that right after this. Yeah, it's good. He, like, just talks about how the floor what the floor looks like, and he's like, oh, look at these marble floors. Oh, they're great. <laughs> he, he gets a lot of love and a lot of hate for Clueless Gamer, but I love him on Clueless Gamer. Why do people not like him? I don't get the Conan hate at all. But, but like, it's not supposed to be taken seriously, so I don't get why people hate it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like I personally love Conan. playing video games. Like, it's funny. He just kind of bashed it. I watched him play Fallout, and he was like, why are we wearing these stupid fucking suits? And they yeah. were like, <laughs> like Fallout gear, like the blue suit from the vault. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. I, I like when he does it with uh, his buddy there, but recently he's been doing it with celebrities. Uh, his PewDiePie one, I'm not, okay, to clarify, I'm not the biggest fan of PewDiePie. I don't think... I don't think he's funny, but I appreciate the man. In, like, one-on-one -on -one interviews, I like watching him. He's a good person. I just don't think he's funny. But when he was on with Conan, there was just, like, a complete disconnect between their two styles of comedy. Yeah, definitely. Really? I need to check that out. What What was the disconnect? Uh, Just, like, PewDiePie, he was, like, super silent the whole time. Just the complete opposite of his whole... Uh, com comedic persona and Conan was being Conan and I guess Conan is very uh, outspoken with all of his jokes and I don't know uh, it, it's it's just a little awkward to watch I forget what game they were playing I'll see if I can pull that up 
Do you yeah. ever watch like a comedian joking around with like an actor or actress and like you can tell they're just pissed? Yeah, I've seen that's always like that. so awkward. Like, like uh, between it. two ferns. Yeah, oh, that's great. I love that. Uh, Clueless Gamer, Far Cry Primal with oh, PewDiePie. Talking so about awesome. shoving the spear up the mammoth's ass and shit. Yeah. That's hilarious. But uh, since we're on video games, what do you what do you guys think about uh, potential crossplay between Xbox and PlayStation? I'm all for it. I know PlayStation's been wanting to do that for years, but Xbox has been, oh no, we're too good. We don't we don't need to do it. But now Xbox is like, hey, we're doing we're doing with PC with Windows 10, so you guys can join if you want. It's our idea. That's how I see it. It's kind of weird because I always felt like the reason why people got specific like councils was like, oh, more of my friends have this or more of my friends have this. And now it's going to be like, I want this just because of the features. And I feel like that's going to hurt Xbox in the long run. Hasn't feel... that always been its like thing is that more people had live or whatever? Yeah. So so it, it has its its pros and its cons, obviously, like. Um, like it, it would no longer like if you had Call of Duty on on PlayStation and I had it on Xbox, it wouldn't be an issue anymore. We could we could play together, but like, also, yeah, that's the thing. People used to get their systems because oh, like me, I I have I have both of them, but most of my friends are on Xbox. I play with I play most of my games on Xbox. I like achievements better than trophies. I like the way live is set up better than I like the way PSN set up. But um, it would just pretty much be about exclusives at that time. It would be like... And uh, better system hardware, because statistically, the PS4 does have better hardware inside of it than the Xbox One does. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, the Xbox does things that the PlayStation does, and the, I mean, doesn't, and the, and the PlayStation does things that the Xbox can't do. But, I mean, it, it would, from a business standpoint, though, it, it, it makes... It makes no sense at all. No. It doesn't make any sense from a business standpoint. I'm what? interested to see, because I don't know if you guys know about this, but like with Smite and like the tournaments and everything, they have an Xbox team right now like that can go and compete in a PC, and they've said we're never going to do PS4, but now is it like a Xbox slash PS4 tournament? What, you know one what of mean? my questions going into this is... um. Obviously, for crossplay, yes, it's cool to play with um, other people on the different console, but how are you going to play with your friends? Like, how can they get party systems between both platforms? Because ultimately, that's what I would uh, want to do. I don't think I don't, that's what it's about. I, I don't think it, they'll be able to do that. No, what it I think is, it's going to is... be like how in the division you have a code or whatever or a name or like in Smite, I sign in with like a specific, like maybe that would be the crossover. You know, you have like a high res account sometimes and stuff or like on Rocket League, you have an email you sign up with. Yeah, I think it'll be, it'll either be like Team Xbox versus Team PlayStation and like Gears of War, like Locust would be PlayStation and, and, and COG would be Xbox, either in, in that sense or it would just be, you know, if you have a team of, you need a team of 12 and you have eight, they'll draw four people from PlayStation that are also looking for a game and throw them on your team. But I don't think you'll be able to say, oh, hey, I'm on, I'm on Xbox, but Nick, you're on PlayStation. Let's party up and do that because I don't think that that would be. I think you can do that. 
I think that's what they want to do. I don't think because that, PS4 think that and uh, PC have been able to do that for a while. They did it with Portal 2, and you could play with your friends on Portal. I don't know. I don't think it's ever going to come to fruition just because, like I said, from a business standpoint, why, why would Xbox or PlayStation want to be like, oh, you know, now you don't need to buy our system because you can just get the other one and play together. Like, that's the whole reason that they do third-party exclusive content is to draw you away from the competitor to buy the same game but on their console. So I just don't see why... It, uh, it could it be would... all profits on the back end. I mean, if they are looking to have this system that allows PS4 and Xbox One and PC to all play together, if that's a system that Microsoft is providing, maybe it's a cost for Sony or any developers that want to implement that into their game. So maybe it's all money on the back end that consumers won't ever see. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I, we won't find out for a while. And, and I think... I think uh, I don't. I don't know if we talked about it before, but I think if if anything about one console and another console playing together, I think that Nintendo should give up making consoles in general. No. And take their content and and put it on PlayStation and Xbox, and and have Nintendo be a developer for. Be pretty much become a third party developer for both PlayStation and Xbox. Either that, or you know, just. Give it to Xbox. I feel like in order for that to ever happen, like Nintendo's gonna have to bankrupt and like someone's gonna have to buy them out or whatever. Well, no, because the Wii U tanked and 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 they just and supposedly the images of the NX controller just released and it looks absolutely god awful. It looks so so bad. And if they come out with another gimmick uh, console and controller and everything and it tanks, man. Nintendo. Yeah, but the type of field that I feel like Nintendo kind of, and I don't know if you know this, but like majority of people, like the women video gamers are playing Nintendo or like the kids. It's yeah, like that kind of. Because look at their characters. Yeah, but that's like the demographic that they're kind of reaching out to. And I feel like they do like successful in that kind of way. Whereas like Xbox and PlayStation 4 are going to be more successful because they're reaching like a broader range of people. They completely messed up with the Wii U though. I don't know what they were thinking. So just like imagine imagine if like if like Phil Spencer from Xbox is on stage or something and they're about to close out and instead of one more game they have I forget the head of Nintendo's name but he like comes out on an Xbox stage and like you hear like the Mario noise or like the coin when he hits the coins or something, you hear that noise go off or something, and he comes out like, dude, the crowd would lose this shit. I don't know if um, Nintendo would ever go to if they were to stop developing consoles, which after the NX might be their last. Um, I don't know if they would specifically align themselves with one side of the spectrum like that, like would, whether they go green or blue. I think it would be better for them if they were to go multi-platform because then uh -huh. everybody would have access to all of their games, which everybody wants to buy, but nobody wants to buy a console. But I yeah, feel like everybody, yeah. they're dominating in the handheld scene, oh, right? absolutely. Like absolutely. the DS they're, is they're like... crushing the Vita. So wouldn't they have to like... Well, Sony 
itself killed the Vita, so it's not that. Yeah, yeah that's true. But like, wouldn't they have to like give away basically their rights? Like, I feel like people wouldn't want to play anymore if they could just play it on what they already have. I don't know though. I don't. It, it could maybe unless they have a way to just do console, just console games, and they still own the rights to all their handheld properties. We but still don't, don't know. know what they're trying to do with mobile gaming. Uh, they just released their... I don't know exactly what the app entails, but it looks like it's a rudimentary uh, bee maker. So that could go into something. So I just bought um, Twilight Princess HD, and I have yet to open it. I'm actually going to open it today and, and start heading back through it. I haven't played that game since it originally came out on GameCube. And I've never beaten it, and I'm really, really excited to go back through it. But I don't want to do it with a giant-ass Wii U gamepad. That that game doesn't allow for any other controllers? I That's have the GameCube surprising. controllers. I don't have a Wii Pro controller yet. But I don't know if... I think so far, the only game I have that allows me to use the GameCube controller is Smash Bros. Now, um, I don't um, think that the uh, Wii U was a complete failure, because the Wii U has had a few very successful games like everybody loves splatoon to death i love that game that game's great i've not i've not played that one that's why i won best multiplayer and best shooter because that game's fucking fantastic it's so unique and it's so different and it's so easy to just pick up and play like sure you need obviously there is skill involved in it but like like, even my mom picked up that game and played it, no problem. My wife can pick up the game and play it, no problem. Like, it's it's an easy game to get into. It's 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 pretty to look at. Like, it's just a really fun and unique game. That's uh, what I feel like Nintendo's, like, just for fun. It's not, like, mostly competitive or whatever. But you know, not. you know what Nintendo also does? Me and my friends talk about this a lot. They'll have a game... That's been out since the beginning of a console's lifetime. Still charged full price for that game. Never drops. It's it's wanted. Yeah. Like Smash Bros is still pretty expensive because it's a sought after game. People who buy a Wii U, I, I'm willing to bet all over half the people who have a Wii U will have Super Smash Brothers. You know what? I kind of talked about this in the past, and when I was like shopping the other day, I noticed this too. Their games are cheaper. So even though like they might not go down in price like sale wise, if you guys notice, most of them are like forty dollars. They're already getting like a twenty dollar decrease than you would pay for like an Xbox game or whatever. And that's like off the get go usually, right? Like their games yeah. are just cheaper. I don't know. I so thought I Smash guess... Bros was still uh, fifty nine. No, it's like forty something. Oh, is it? Yeah, it varies it from game to game, but I guess in the long run, if they're charging forty from the get go, uh, they're the companies that do charge sixty on the other platforms kind of balance out with that de- uh, degrading price over time, since Nintendo's is just a constant forty. I remember I bought Animal Crossing like brand new for the 3DS. It was like thirty dollars. Like that's not bad at all. And I'm, like, looking it up right now. I'm seeing, like, from random websites that, like, Super Smash Brothers, like, I just found it for the Wii for, like, $20. But we're talking about, like, the Wii U, right? It's, like, 50 on the high end. Yeah. But, I mean, that game holds its value. 
Yeah. Well, because those games don't really like you can continuously play them over and over again and it's fun, but it's also competitive now. And, and I feel like with Xbox games and stuff, it's like when they're six months old, they're like old. I don't know yeah, why that is. And so what's up, Nick? Um with Nintendo, since we're heavily on Nintendo right now, uh what is your thought what are your thoughts on the new plans that they had, or I guess it's been their plans all along, but what they're trying to do with Amiibo, like a lot of people are really saying that Amiibos are just strictly going into DLC territory right now. That they're cutting, not that they're cutting uh, content from games, but they're keeping content to a minimum to push even more Amiibo. What is I, that? I don't buy I don't... them. I have no interest in buying them. I have no interest in having those little toys scattered around my house. Are no those those in... little figurines? Yeah. Oh, okay. They're like Nintendo's answer to Skylanders. Yeah. I I have a lot of them. I have a lot of Skylanders. I have a lot of Disney Infinity figures. I've heavily bought into this, but I still don't like the idea that they might be cutting content that they would normally put into their game, uh, be it like Mario Party or whatever, that they could have just e as easily included and then still had some kind of functionality with Amiibo. Welcome to the new age of video games Micro where Nintendo is starting. Yep, Nintendo's starting to do what N Microsoft and Sony have been doing where, you know, they'll keep out content of the game in order to make you buy additional products. I think part of that too, and as much as I hate to say it, like, I think it keeps the game like going when you, yeah, you can add it. stuff like that because it kind of like you pay something and then you want to play it but you know what's interesting on that note apparently i don't know if this is true but i heard a long time ago that pokemon wanted to do this like these little oh i did i did also hear that and they said flat out like no that's stupid and now it's this huge thing if pokemon <laughs> did it it would have been huge just because of how many of them there are well, um, the 150, yeah. But it's kind of cool, too. Like, I see them, and I'm like, you know, if I had a kid, I think they'd really enjoy this. Because, like, they're also getting, like, a little toy in a sense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah in that sense, it makes a lot it, it, Yeah, it makes a lot of sense when you talk about it like that. But for, for, for me, it's just I, I, I don't see that it's worth it. And, and mainly because um, I like those kind of games. Like, I like Skylanders. I like Disney Infinity. But they're not, like, my go-to thing. Like, I don't come home and be like, man, I want to sit down and play some Disney Infinity. Let me find my Darth Vader and put him on there and go at it. Well, that what I was going to say, too, is, like, maybe this is from a comic book stance. But, like, a lot of people come in and they love X-Wing. And, like, that's a game where you get the individual, like, you get a TIE fighter, like, specific actual ships from the game. They're, like, figurines that you use. But they, like, Warhammer... I think that's what it's called. And they like these games where you use the little, like, figurines. The miniatures, like, yeah. Yeah, like, people, there's, like, a really big field for that kind of stuff. My friend so. uh, Dustin, he's super huge on it. Uh, you mentioned X-Wing. He goes to X-Wing tournaments all the time. And yeah. he enters in them. And he comes in, like, second place More is the last I heard. But he goes all the time. And I have a lot of friends who play Warhammer. I play D&D, so we have a bunch of miniatures. And, yeah, they kind of, they help elevate the game experience for, like, tabletop games, but video games, it's it's digital. You're, you're not, yeah. 
you're, it's not meant to be played physically. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but it, it like, especially I feel like with Skyland is like, I feel like they do use them, like kids use, like my, I know my brothers use them for toys as well as, as well as putting them in the game and everything. And it, I mean, it, it's a really, really cool idea to be like, oh, I have this guy on here. He he died. Let me put on this other guy. Oh, I don't is want that, to use him anymore. Let me put I'm, on this other guy. I have to ask because I'm not really, I don't know anyone that uses them. Is it just adding a character? So, like, you put it on and it scans them and they have their own traits now. So, like, instead of, like, in the past we played Super Smash Brothers and we had to unlock Ness and yeah. stuff no so it's um, not like you have to actually buy them and then it gives you a new character or is it like dlc or so add-ons? in the case of skylanders skylanders it's giving you a new character to play as uh same with disney infinity with uh super smash brothers it's it's extra content in a sense that it gives you a bot player that uh learns as you continue to fight with the bot player it can actually adapt to your style, and it just can get stronger than the in-game uh, AI. So it's a way for you to kind of train yourself or just have like a stronger opponent to fight against. But it the functions vary from Nintendo game to Nintendo game. Like in Mario Party, it gave you like a small map that you could actually use for their amiibo mode. Um, yeah. In I forget if it's New Super Mario. Uh, let's go with Mario Kart. In Mario Kart, it gives you costumes for your Mii Racer. See, the only difference I see in this is, like, you can buy and smite, like, the Anubis pack or whatever, and it gives you, like, skins and stuff and extras. It's just the physicality for, like, kids to play with it. That's legitimately, like, the only thing I could see but, as being your reason. But it sucks for us because we don't want it. We just want to buy the stuff, maybe. Do you know what I mean? But with smite... And most other MOBAs, yeah, most other MOBAs, those characters you can still get for free if you play the game enough. Well, no, I'm talking about, like, uh, they'll do random, like, you can buy, like, there was this, like, for, I don't know how many gems, which I guess you could eventually get the amount of gems. It would just take forever, but you got, like, a bunch of different skins, you got a gem pack, I don't know. Actually, you had to actually pay money to get that one. It was like four ninety nine or something. Yeah, that's uh, the MOBA uh, game style. Can't think of the word I'm looking for. But, uh, but with like Evolve and stuff too, you have to pay to get skins and different maps and stuff. Or did they ever make it where you had to buy maps? Or are no, they all free? Uh, so when evol Evolve maps were all free and everything. But you got to think like, first of all, your Calyx is going to kill me. But... <laughs> um, uh, you gotta think like he was just staring directly it looked like he was looking me into my soul but um, you gotta think though like games need to charge uh, money for that kind of thing so so they make money so they can put out future content and everything like that like obviously you're gonna make money off the game itself um, and especially with games like you know Grand Theft Auto 5 or something like that where they just made an absolute megaton of fucking money just off the game itself like sure they don't need a charge for for um i don't mind paying if that is what like kind of reinvents the game and allows them to add stuff like i'm happy to keep paying yeah yeah i this have is... i have zero problem paying for anything related to a game that i fully support 
yeah, uh, this is kind of when we get into uh, Destiny territory, where it's like, hey, you know that game you bought for $60? If you want to play it and it's good now, pay another $80. That's like, I was about to say, there's a line that has to be drawn. Like, The Division, I don't know if you guys saw, but there was like a $120, like bundle and i'm not willing to pay that much i just think that's stupid but if in the future the division comes out and they're like oh you have to pay 80 more dollars i'll be pissed because no. like you don't need to buy a game a second time but i'm happy to pay for like maps as long as it doesn't affect like my gameplay too i don't know if you guys remember like for a while even if you didn't have the halo maps you could still play matchmaking and then it got to a point where it was like you can't play anymore you have to buy this and that's stupid. See, with the division, I bought the hundred dollar version just because I I played the alpha and the betas, and I was like, man, I, I really like this game, so I know I'm gonna be playing for a long time. I, I know I'm gonna want the DLC that comes out for this game. I know my friends are getting the DLC that are coming out for this game, so I'm gonna get it too, so we can all play together and stuff like that. And sure, the the divisions I already said too that they're spitting out a ton of free content as well for people who don't buy the season pass, but. The, the thing that makes me feel huge. better about the division too is that they didn't release like an unfinished game like Destiny. They were I mean, like, "This is." They'll add more stuff in the future, but I don't think they're gonna like charge you an arm and leg to play it. So, all right. So I I have just I have a lot of time already logged into the division, and and uh, me and my buddy and my cousin have been playing a lot together and. Uh, there are definitely aspects of the game that are broken. Like, the Dark Zone right now, I feel, is broken. There is absolutely zero incentive to go rogue in the Dark Zone. Um, it, it takes a long time to grind up, to collect money. And, I mean, sure, you collect money faster in the Dark Zone than you do the regular world, but um, it takes a long time to accumulate that. And, and if you go rogue, and let's say, you know, you, you manage to get up to Most Wanted, which is the highest you can get, you lose a fuckload of money and XP if you die. And, like, that's just, it's not worth it. Like, that's I lose. What I've said for a while, they need to not make it as punishable. And I knew that going into, like, the actual game, that's how it was going to be. Because during the beta and stuff, we still lost a lot, but it was the beta. So it was like, oh, you weren't worried it. about it. Yeah. Like, when it was the last day, I was just like, oh, I'm going to be a jerk. Me but, too, like, yeah. I think it needs to be balanced a little bit, and I'll figure that out. But I don't want it to be like Grand Theft Auto where people are running around, like, killing you for no reason. So I ran into those dickheads yesterday, or was it the day before? It might have been Friday night. So we were playing, right? And what they would do is one person they, – they would group up. Remember how we met those guys online, and we weren't in a group, but we ended up, like, grouping up together anyways? Yeah. All right, so so people were doing that. So they would they would they must have been on like a form or something and said, "Hey, we're gonna go into the dark zone at this time. Let's all meet up and whatever or something." So they were together, and one person would go rogue, and then everybody else that wasn't rogue in their group would stand around them. So they would they would try to um, trick people into shooting the rogue, but in in that they would shoot the people who weren't rogue and then they would go rogue and then they would all just fucking kill the person who went rogue. That's kind of funny. Yeah. But, but they, yeah, I agree. It's funny. It's, it's a smart idea and everything, but, but they had like 12 people doing this and they were just like running the map and like, 
they would chase like if they saw you they would not stop chasing you until you tried to kill them and i was this like, Jesus, like man. i feel like there should be like i haven't seen it happen yet but i would definitely like submit like maybe if someone's standing in the vicinity of someone who's rogue and they're not like shooting them they'll eventually go rogue too well well i mean i but you can't really do that because there's so many accidental rogues like, well, it'd have to be, like, if you were standing next to them for longer than, like, 30 seconds. Like, come on. If you're standing next to someone for that long. Yeah, it would just, like, affiliate you with them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Would but... you guys say that, because uh, I've heard this comparison online, so I want to know your thoughts. Is Launch Division better than Launch Destiny? Yes. Yeah. Um. So... All right, so don't get me wrong. Destiny is, is, is a fucking... It's a great game. Like, it, it hooked me. I played it a lot. I put somewhere like 15 days into that game or something like that. And and because it was new, and it was it was something that we haven't seen really on consoles before. Um, uh, like that first-person loot grinder. And, like, I was, I was all about getting the best gear and everything like that. And the only thing that sucked is, like, there was absolutely zero story like the world was in interesting but it was it was uh kind of bland yeah like, like the world like the driving around on the moon like i was like oh man like it's not interesting to like like look at like sure i mean it, it looked cool like the design and everything was cool but like it was just all gray uninspired yes but when you're walking around new york and everything and there's this there's, there's you know, dead bodies covered everywhere. There's trash littered throughout the streets. Like you pick up the phone recordings and the echoes yeah. and everything, and it just like it 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 makes that world feel alive. And like so, all this, like it, I was gonna say, like an echo is. Have you played it all, Nick? It's, no. It's uh, <laughs> it takes the data of all the cell phones that have been within an area, like all of the like surveillance tapes, and it creates this like holograph kind of that's supposed to be like a scene of something that happened and the cool thing about the division is you could either like just not pay attention to that kind of stuff or you can look at it really in depth and get into like what happened who are these people so it's up to whoever's playing how much they want to investigate this kind of so stuff. so is it actual like actually something that happened between players that it's recreating or no, just no. like a scripted scenario creating story it's re like it's storylines so like if you want to get really into the story you can but if you just want to level up to get to like 30 so you can do dark zone it's like that too but like a lot of it's really messed up like it'll be like between the jtf officers which is like the good guys and the rioters like torturing them and stuff and like some of the like division agents went like rogue so like you build the storyline and kind of get to piece together the puzzles as you're searching new york yeah so so nick you play bloodborne right no <laughs> did you did you play dark souls or anything i i played demon souls all right so i i haven't played demon souls but i assume it's the same thing like they kind of give you a very little bit of story, but you have to explore to find the story. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so yeah, all through flavor text or just yeah, okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, so so the division sort of does the same thing. Like the main story missions and everything like that, and the and the and the side missions, not the encounters. They'll give you story, but like it's your job to go out and, and collect these phone recordings and these echoes and everything, and just to learn about the whole collapse of New York 
and and exactly how it happened and like like she was saying like the echoes like i remember one and it was it, it was it was pretty cool um there was a, a cleaner which is these guys who go around with napalm backpacks and flamethrowers and and try to eradicate everybody that's sick and so there was a guy sitting there and he's he's like oh no man you've known me your whole life you can't do this to me he goes i'm not sick you know i've had this inhaler you you know that like we've known each other forever and he and, and the guy just still he still burns him anyways and kills him shows like the brutality of like how where people would go or what lengths they would go to yeah it's crazy and then like they have like uh drone photos that show uh you know what was happening they have like the missing so you're like the second wave of division agents that have going through so they have the missing first wave agents that you can find too and it like once you collect it, you can read their profile and everything like that. Like, uh, the last echo in the game is so, so good. And, and like, it explained, it explained a lot. And, uh, and like when you watch it and, and you see where it is, you were just like, damn, that's crazy. There's like and, sad ones as well. Like when you're at your home base, you have different people in charge of different wings. So like there's this lady named Jessica Candle and she's in charge of the medical wing. You go on a mission to kind of figure out what happened to like her partner. And yep. there's like the echo of them saying like, just know that I wasn't like in pain. Like they ended up getting sick. And like, yeah. you just get to piece together the story that way. And I think it's really cool. Cause I'm the person who plays like everything's fallout. Like I have to go into every room, yep. see what there is. And it reminded me kind of like Bioshock. Like, you know, you want to go into each room and pick up like, what were those? Like the little recordings Yeah. just to hear. You didn't have to do that, but I thought it was really cool. No, cause you, you like, I don't buy a $60 game to just blow through it and not know what's going on. Like, I want to know, especially with a, a world they created that's so beautiful and everything and like that, I want to know what happened. I want to know exactly why the world, why, why New York collapsed the way it did and everything. There's crazy things in that game. Like, I'll be walking down the street and a guy will open his window, like, above me and yell at me, like, I get the fuck out of the road. Yeah. Or like, uh, excuse I'll me, sir, that is rude. I know, or I'll come up on like cleaners fighting raiders. So the guy yeah. who are trying to like eradicate the disease, they'll be fighting like the raiders who are like, I don't know, just like fucking yeah. people. And I'm just like, this is crazy. Or the weather changes. So sometimes fights are really hard because it's foggy. It's just a beautiful game. Yeah, I mean, they did it. I think they did a really good job in and i mean all the players seem to think so too and like i said like there is definitely some things that need to be fixed especially within the dark zone but that still doesn't mean i don't go in there because that's it's still like some of the most hectic fun like i've ever had like i go in there with three buddies and and it's kind of like destiny how you get you know white green purple um, white green blue purple yellow in accordance to how good your gear is so when i see a yellow drop in the dark zone i fucking freak out and i'm like oh my fucking god we have to make it our life's mission to get me to an extraction point so i can get this the fuck out of here before somebody kills me and they steal my shit and it's you just know what? so fun I want to talk about like the things that pissed me off like the customization just really disappointed me they said oh you're gonna get to make this character your own and you're gonna get to do this I got in there like I can't play like a girl with long hair like they only have this short hair didn't something happen to you like you had to remake a character because 
they had like sunglasses on the whole time if you wear sunglasses if you decide to add that feature at the beginning i figured like there would be a station where you could change your appearance later on nope like you have to wear sunglasses the entire time and i was yeah. like i look like a tool so i'm just gonna remake my character but like i just I wear don't sunglasses get why indoors. you if you're like gonna half-ass it like just make generic characters i don't know why you would make that a feature that's like one of my ones. problems with uh a lot of games that try to implement character customization mostly mmos which i haven't played for a while but um the people throw in character customization like oh yeah that's fine it'll completely tied everybody over but if you have like two pieces of gear for like one particular class, that is the only two pieces of gear from like say a level 11 to a level 20. That's not customizing your character really. That's not why people want character customization. They want to look different. They want to be unique. Not just like, okay, this is the only piece of gear I can have for this set of levels and I look just like everybody else. Yeah, like they only give you like four hair options. A couple scar options, like barely any facial hair options for the males. Like you can put some tattoo on your neck or your face or something. And I'm like, that's, I want like, I I wanted so much more than, like I wanted a huge beard like down to here. Yeah. Like I wanted, I wanted like some haircut that they didn't have in there. And, and I mean, they do give you a, 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 a fuck ton of options for clothes, but a lot of them are just reskinned. Like, they'll take blue pants and make them red and call them something yeah, different. Yeah, re recolors. I mean, not to be rude, but I don't want to look like a dyke. All they have are these, like, short, yeah. like, haircuts. And I'm like, hey, almost every girl has long hair. I get that it, like, costs more for them to have to, like... But even in, like, Fallout, like, you got a bob or, like, you could put your hair in a bun. They have one ponytail feature, but why would they not make the ponytail feature for every <laughs> character? Like, I don't know. It's stupid, but... I like to make my character like look like me. I think it makes me like more enveloped into the game, and they're like mine. Do you know uh, what I, I, mean? I do the same exact thing, so I'm right there with you. Like I don't know. It's just like you get to create your character, and they're yours, and they just have these like five gen generic characters. And when I heard they were doing customization, I was so excited. And like when I got on, I was just disappointed. I mean, maybe maybe they'll do what I don't I, like. What they're gonna add microtransactions where you have to pay for hairstyles and stuff. I'm like ninety percent sure. Oh, I I I don't I don't know. I thought they said there would be no microtransactions in the game. I thought they said there were going to be, or they're gonna add like where at the appearance vendor and stuff. You'll have to pay like, which you can obviously acquire money in the game. Yeah, I have now, over a million and a half dollars. What are the chances of them going the uh, Nintendo Splatoon route where they just give you stuff for free? Huh? They've done that. Yeah, well, they said they're going to give a lot of stuff for free. I got I got free stuff right off the bat for, like, pre-ordering. But, but yeah, that they, that's, not, they the, that's not what Splatoon did, though. Splatoon's just like, here, new update. Take all this stuff for free. Well, that's what – there's a reward center, and it's where you go to collect stuff that they've given you. And I can't imagine that they'd create that just to, like, have it sit there dormant. I feel like it's going to be, like, more of the Animal Crossing route or whatever. Like, when it's a holiday and stuff, they'll give you, like, specific stuff and tell you to go pick it up. Yeah. But, like, right now, it's just, like, oh, if you sign up for our emails, you'll get this free stuff. Like, go pick it up at the reward center. So, we'll see. I'm, I'm all about Division right now, though. Like, it's pretty much all I played. That, and I just played a couple of games of Rocket League. 
but like it's pretty much all I've been playing since it came out. The one thing I hope they add, and this might be too much of a ripoff from like Grand Theft Auto, but I hope they add like capture the flag and stuff like it, that you can do in the PvP zone. So like you can go to specific areas and play like mini games. Like, don't you think that would be fun? So so is the division strictly open world? There's no other like game modes that you can do other than just. There's- there's outside, no team deathmatch or anything. No, there's outside and then there's the dark zone. And the dark zone is like where martial law has like taken effect. And it's just like everybody. It's like uh, the Wildy and RuneScape. Which I'm thinking maybe that they like want to encourage you just going in there and getting items first. And they'll add stuff like later down the road when everybody's gotten to level 30. They have the weapons that they want. Everybody's figured out how to like, like the meta with healing and stuff. Yeah. But why, why would they, why would they design it for late game if you're already level 30 and you have all that gear? Why would you want to go to the dark zone if you're already top level? It's because, all right, so there's, there's, it, the dark zone has its own leveling up and then the outside world has its own um, level system as well. So you hit level 30 in the outside world. And then you can go into the dark zone and you start from level one dark zone. I mean, you can go in the dark zone whenever you want, but I'm just saying, like, let's say you hit 30 and then you decide to go in. You start at level one dark zone. Then you have to, you know, work your way up until level 99. But uh, that's the thing. When you die, you lose experience. When you die, you lose dark zone money. But I, I think if the way that they could implement, like, Team Deathmatch or Capture the Flag and it is, is random events on the map. Like, they'll be like, yeah. oh, in 10. In 10 minutes, a team deathmatch is going to start over at the library. Make it over there. Yeah, and well, can... you know, in Grand Theft Auto, there were those little icons. And when you stood in the circle, like, it brought you into, like, a little lobby. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but I, I, I think that would that would stray away from what they were trying to accomplish. I think more of, like, they would say, make it over here in 10 minutes, and then, like, this area will be bought off well, for like... 20 yeah yeah that would be there. really cool or just like maybe even like a designated like forever like this will always be where you go for whatever i don't yeah, know i think a capture the flag like it, you know how awesome it would be if they were just like up oh, in 10 minutes a flag's gonna appear whatever crew gets it first bring it to a, here gets a piece of gear or something like that like that would be awesome or think about how cool it would be if you went to like what is like madison square garden or whatever and you had to play like uh like remember in halo you had to carry the ball or whatever oddball something like that yeah yeah and you got to play like in the basketball like oh griffball basketball court that'd be crazy something i don't know i feel like they have a lot that they could do i do want to see more like what you're talking about like team deathmatch but like uh, I think that's definitely doable because um, yeah. MMOs have that set up all the time where it's just like, okay, this whole section of the map right here, that is now uh, an event. Like Final Fantasy fourteen does it all the time. You go to this uh, area on the map. On the map, it's usually highlighted so you know what's contained within that area. It's like uh, this big, huge uh, boss appears, attack that boss, or... Uh, somebody appears here. You gotta escort them somewhere else. I think it's completely doable if they go that route. Yeah, I I can't wait until the, hopefully they introduce raids, which I hope is what the incursions are, because the last mission in the game, um, uh, I mean it's not really uh, spoiler related or anything like that because it's, you fight a helicopter, you fight a helicopter, the last thing in the game, the last mission. 
and like that just shows what like what a raid could be but the helicopter was a bit too easy but like that just shows what a raid could be how this one big boss and like your whole your whole group is like you know just converging and take it down like i hope they introduce something like that because that was pretty much after they released raids in destiny that's all i played it for like i wanted nothing to do with roaming around and collecting shit like i just wanted to play raids and do I- you guys think that they'll ever go down the route of like i don't know like on rust and stuff you got to play specific servers because right now they definitely have servers and you have to like switch to them or whatever if somebody's like a higher level than you but where it could be like oh this is like heavily player versus player based or like if you go into this server everybody's kind of like teamwork oriented i I don't i don't think so only because i i think that's what they're trying to do with the separation of the normal area and the dark zone is they kind of already have this is like pve dark zone is pvp that's it yeah i mean they definitely nailed something unique with the dark zone and and they just it's only been out two weeks maybe and and it's just gonna grow and grow like like destiny wasn't perfect when it first came out but like now it's fucking really good but like now nobody wants to invest the time in it so i'm hoping that the division will do that at a at a better pace and uh they've already done server maintenance a a couple times and they've already tweaked a couple things but like i'm hoping that their weekly uh i think they said they're doing weekly stuff starting soon but like their monthly events i hope are really good like they need to keep us invested or like once i hit 99 in the dock zone and i have my best gear and shit i'm gonna be like what's the point they've done great with the balancing of like weapons and stuff because i was worried there'd be like some stuff that was just overpowered and impossible to like battle and they got rid of some of that stuff like they were like oh we'll just take it out of the game because they want it to be balanced and fair like to where like, you could have, like, what's the best gun in the game, but, like, it has to be easily, like, achievable, and it can't be, like, impossible. Yeah, like, they already had one gun called the Midas, and it was an SMG, and uh, it was ripping through people, and and they already they already tweaked it. Like, they already fixed it, so it can't do that anymore. Like, they're, they're acting fast. Yeah. But They're not letting it spiral or snowball out of control. Like I kind of do like Destiny. though, <laughs> yeah. I kind of do like the like the bullies, like on, because like the kind of feel I get from it is like you get these like group of people who are like you definitely couldn't kill them on your own, like you'd be screwed if you did. So you have to get rally together with like five, ten people and try to take them down in the dark zone. That's oh, yeah, why I, I think that. they're encouraging like. The people who go rogue in the dark zone have to be like, I know that I can like withstand fighting like 10 people and that I'm elite. Like I have way better gear than most people on the server right now. Yeah, but would you just go rogue smoke. to troll? Like, is that the only incentive so far? No, no so... it's to steal. Like you get really good items in the dark zone. And instead of like killing AIs to get them, if you see a bag on the back of somebody walking around, you can kill them and just take it from them. So it's like a toned down like rust. Like you lose what you drop and you can't get it back. Do you know but, what I mean? Like, so you would have to really just attack players that are higher level than you to get better gear though, right? There's no reason Not to attack lower level no. players. You no, can because, buy stuff yeah. 
you can do a clear extraction where like you stay in the shadows and you're like, I hope somebody's not an asshole and steals my stuff because the way to get it out of the dark zone is you have to go to like a helicopter pad and call a helicopter in and they'll transport your stuff to your home base. And that's the only way you get to keep it indefinitely. But until you get there, it's like anyone's game. And if you drop it and they steal it from you, you can still go after them and kill them and take it back. Yes. It's just a matter of getting it to that like heliopad and hoping that you don't die. Yeah, there's it's so yeah, so everybody runs around. When you first go in there, you have just a regular backpack on, but once you pick up an item, you get this yellow biohazard bag underneath your backpack, and that indicates that you have an item that needs to be extracted. So what people will do is um like i know i'm always i'm always um aware of who's around me when i go to an extraction point because if i'm there and i see nobody else with a yellow backpack on i'm like well what the fuck are you doing at this extraction point then and then get away yeah Yeah, it's scary it's like you see them watching you and you don't even want to extract because it's glitched right now where if two people throw frag grenades at once it's one and done like you're dead so if two people decide they want to do that, you're kind of screwed. So right now it's broken, did you, but. Did you see that video of, of like the 15 people at one extraction Yeah, point that was hilarious. Yeah, that was awesome. He, put a, like guy... a, he put a stick. There was like 15 people standing in a circle at one extraction point, And this guy was up in like a tower and he shot the sticky mine down and then hucked the grenade down and just killed everybody at once and went down there and took no, it yeah, and extracted it all. <laughs> They like I guess right now even with the best like armor and health like the grenades will kill you so they need to nerf those for sure. I I learned my lesson the hard way though. Like I went in there and I was like I got pretty decent stats. Like so I'm gonna run in here and I'm gonna you know this is when I decided that it's absolutely fucking pointless to go rogue right now. I was like I'm gonna go in here and go rogue. So I went in there and we went rogue and then these people climbed the ladder and they were coming after us and I was like fuck man my guns are doing no fucking damage to these guys. Because their stamina must have been juiced the fuck up to where their health was really high. And, yeah. my, and I didn't have high enough DPS. To, I mean, obviously I was doing some damage, but like not quick enough to like I would put it, I'd dump a clip into them and still have to reload and go at them. Like that's how much health. Now, um, is it does the division? I don't know if you know, just kind of asking in general. Does it have uh, level scaling like it does in MMOs? So if somebody's like three or more levels higher than you, you do like. A lot it tells reduced you. damage no it's just it no it's just a kind of indicator though like if you see someone who's like and the nice thing about the dark zone is like there's a 30 level only zone and then there's zones for like 14 through zero so like if you were going in and you were like a level two and you saw 14 you would know they've played like quite a bit longer than you so they might have more so you can gauge that way, kind of. But once you're 30-30, I don't think there's any way to tell if they're, like, better than you or whatever. Either than, like, seeing, like, their gun and knowing that's a good gun. I don't know. That That's kind of cool how it doesn't give you an indication. Because then it's just, like, I don't know. I, I think I can take them. Yeah, and then you that's what happened to me. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to take these guys. And then, fucking, we just got our asses handed to us. I remember one time I accidentally went rogue. I might have talked about this before, but I was just running. I was so scared, and I was in this alley cornered, and this guy was like, 
I'm going to kill you, but leave your stuff as a lesson. He's <laughs> like, don't be an asshole. And he kills me <laughs> and runs away. I was like, oh my God. And he freaking left my stuff too. He was like the police of the division. Oh God. And what's even better is you can put, I've seen people running around and I've even done it with a couple of my friends. We'll put the cop outfits on and just run around hunting rogue people. And it's mm-hmm. hilarious because you just see a bunch of police, police like running around. Fucking... What did you learn? Yeah. I feel like the thing with rogues is that there will always be assholes. Like, they don't care about losing stuff. No. But there's always going to be those kids that, like, do it. So it's kind of balanced in the sense that the people who would have been on the fence about doing that are just hunting, like, the assholes now. Yeah, it's it's definitely a great game. And I, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to how they build and, and make it better and everything. There was another thing I was going to play this week, but then I found out you had to pay 20 bucks for it. Well, 20 bucks to get into the early access for it. So there's a new MOBA coming out on um, PlayStation called Paragon by Epic Games. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, never mind. And, and, and I love Gears of War, and Epic made Gears. I was like, oh, you know, that seems cool. I looked up videos. It looks kind of cool and everything. And they were like, oh, get early access. And my email, I was like, sweet. And I just clicked it, and they were like, pay 20 bucks, and you'll get early access. And I'm like, absolutely Unless not. Unless you get invited. Hey. Uh... Did you get invited uh, to play? Yeah. How was it? Did you play it at all? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's great. <laughs> yeah. That's like everybody on my Twitter. I'm like, oh, my God. Screw you guys. Yeah. So, like, it, it looks pretty cool. And it's like, uh, it, it looks like it plays different than Smite, which excites me because fuck that fucking game. But. Um, See, I, I was <laughs> too busy. Watching you guys running just one by one in the arena and just getting smoked. That's like the highlight of my gaming career. I, <laughs> I, I just stood back and watched just each of you in it. See, see, now I like playing it to have fun, and like I don't go in, like I won't go in. There spike. is no fun in mobas, only pain. Like, like yeah. I, I go in there and I'm like, I have no. I don't care if I die a lot. I mean, I'll swear a lot and, and cuss a lot and sound angry if I die a lot, but I, like, I'm still having fun. Like, I'll go in there and, and, like, I don't mind doing that, but, like, I don't know, like, Maddie, I don't know if you guys, like, only play seriously, but, like, I, I, I'd i feel bad, like, joining your guys' group and then just fucking absolutely sucking major ass The shitty thing about Smite and something that I feel like they should implement is the biggest learning curve is, like, figuring out what each of the characters' abilities are. And it should honestly be, like, where if you're below a certain level, your pool of gods versus who you're playing is only, like, 12. So like you well, go that's game, kind of what they do, though. Guys. But like Zach can play with me and I can play anyone and we can go into an arena and play against like oh, oh, any character. But it should be locked where like, OK, there's a level two in the party. You can only play these like 12 characters or a game type where like. But you, you, you never know play. because somebody could be really good with a hard like skill level character but suck with a completely like rookie length uh yeah rookie length but that rookie ranked level that would still your learning curve like you would only be around like 12 different gods so like even if somebody was really good you'd still be learning because you'd know like oh they have these three abilities and this is their ultimate you know what i mean kind of like just um, repetitive teaching something that a lot of moby 
yeah, Moby, I cannot talk right now. Uh, something that a lot of MOBA players have been wanting uh, League, Smite, and all MOBAs across the board to implement is uh, pretty much like almost like a training uh, mode as opposed to playing a full game against players where you might get wrecked playing yeah. a new champion or even bot games, which can take forever and you just want to jump in real quick. See if you like the character's abilities and you want to take that character further, then jump right out. But League's just straight up, nope. You want to play? Play against people. They need, Yeah, they need to, like, encourage, like, I don't know, maybe getting XP against bots and stuff. Because that was the hardest thing for me. How many gods are there? Uh, a lot. And there's even more League have, characters, so... You have to learn over 60 characters or whatever it is and what each of their three abilities do and what their ultimate is. And you're going into a game and you don't know that, like, they'll stun you. Like, Zach's running around like, I don't know why I can't move or, like, what just happened? And it's because, like, the game doesn't teach you at all. And it's not like there's a pop-up that comes up and says, like, so-and-so's ultimate is this, and this is what it does. Like, you have to individually go through each character and read that stuff, and no one's going to do that. Like, I didn't do that. You know what would make me buy Smite? What? Is if Batman. If Batman? Batman is not a god, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Batman is a god, okay? Would you buy it if, like, Jesus Christ became a god in the game, or, like, Muhammad? That would be, would be hilarious, awesome. actually. <laughs> we were but, talking about what their ultimates would be and stuff. Like, if you were Jesus, would he, like, resurrect himself, like, when he was about to die and do, like, area damage? I feel process? like that would not go over well. Like, people would be like, oh, you're gonna have, you're gonna have this god kill Jesus Christ never in a million years. I don't Kyra, if Muhammad was a freaking character... There would be like terrorist attacks. The Hira's office would be no more. Yeah, for sure. Like, what would he do? Just bomb people? Just kidding, but really. Oh. <laughs> now, Jesus would like walk on water, like Got how Pebo does. I don't know. Would he heal people? Would he be like the power Miracle healer? Compels you. Like, he, he would, would construct to- churches and then take all your money. Like he'd have ten, <laughs> 10 seconds to go over to a dead body. He'd steal your gold. He'd put a freaking <laughs> pot out and be like, "Give it me just your siphons, gold." If you're in, if a certain radius, it just siphons your money away. When he walks up to the gold fury, he's just like, "It's mine." <laughs> oh my Insta kills the gold fury. <laughs> it's awful. That's funny though. That, like somebody was boss. telling me that they should, and I was like, no, they add mythological gods for a reason. Like, yeah. I'm going to add legitimate gods. Unless the, sp- the spaghetti monster. Yeah, oh, I was just going to say, how... anybody else want the flying spaghetti monster? Spaghetti. <laughs> like flying around. <laughs> what would he do? He'd be like Sylvanas. He'd like pull you in with his noodle. <laughs> <laughs> then he'll drench you in sauce for damage over time damage because it's burning hot. <laughs> It's <laughs> like boiling sauce. Oh no. Anyways, we're gonna have this, to tell high res. This week, did you guys get your tickets yet? No. <laughs> no, I have not. Oh my god. I don't think it's gonna be sold out. I don't know. Exit out of this. Like, I want you. I want you to go to Fandango.com right now. Shout out to them, and get. Your goddamn Batman vs Superman movie tickets. Um, oh no! Is, I'm is, gonna go. 
Is Deadpool still in theaters? Because I yes. still haven't seen that. Oh, God. It is. I was going to say, too, I saw the new Cloverfield movie. Have you guys Ooh, How heard? was it? It was one of the best horror movies I've seen in a long time. That's Good. like the only reason why I'm saying anything. It's interesting. I think it's J.J. Abrams who did it. but yeah, He produced it, yeah. He said he wanted it to be like not because people want to ask if it's like the first movie no he wants it to be like the cloverfield name like a twilight zone type thing so it's all about like this alien takeover but vastly different experiences so like without giving away too much this takes place in a bunker and it's more so like their tagline is like monsters can come in all forms so like you have these people in the bunker and you don't know who's really like a shitty person or crazy do you know what i mean doesn't yeah. have anything to do with the first cloverfield well yeah it's the same like what they want to do is say like this is the timeline like the the aliens came to earth and this happened right but these people aren't in new york city or wherever that took place they're in the farmland in a bunker yeah and this is what happened at the same time as that stuff was going on but right, like cool. here and with these characters so like i heard apparently, John on like yeah he's really awesome good performance. apparently this movie wasn't anything cloverfield related but like abrams heard about it and he was like we can tie in some stuff to make it so where like it is Cloverfield related, which they did in a few scenes, which is interesting because like, it is kind of cool to think about this like giant destruction. What would it even be called? Like this thing that happened in New York and what happened around the world during that time. I think that's a smart move of him, even though it's probably not the better move to play is to, to tie a well-known movie franchise name to it because a lot of people will not go see like smaller new horror movies because they're like oh it's gonna be terrible so if he linked the name to it just for the push uh in views and it's doing really well good on him well people already know now that it's like an alien movie and like about kind of like an apocalypse that's happening do you know what i mean and people are interested in that stuff that's why godzilla has been so big that's why pacific rim was so big like it's just a really good marketing scheme i feel like gotta be fighting all them kaiju it was creepy though for sure i like it's got really high ratings but it kind of like is messed up in a different way than like the people getting attacked like uh you questioning human ability to do like messed up things do you know what i mean yeah like a psychological thriller yeah it's really good it gets crazy that i don't want to give away anything but you have to check it out. Go watch. Yeah, that, that's one movie I definitely uh, intend on seeing because I've heard nothing but good things about it. You know what else? I think it's the girl from Scott Pilgrim, too. What'd you say, Zach? I said, you know what else you're going to have nothing but good things about? Batman. Not Batman yeah. versus Superman. Batman versus Superman. If they make the Justice League in that movie, I'm going to be so stoked. Well, they do. It's Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. I mean, it still might not happen. Knowing movies nowadays, they're like, oh, we're going to make four different movies, but it's all one giant arc, like Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit. Lord of the Uh, Rings did okay, but The Hobbit. I'm so, so, so ready to see fucking Aquaman in this movie. Me too. so ready. The Beast. How do you guys feel about the new Spider-Man? Like, it was only a few seconds, but... 
All right, that whole trailer was pure fucking gold. That trailer was like, like you could, one of the best trailers I've seen in such a long time. Like it was so well done. And then, like when he yelled Underoos, dude, I was like, you fucking are so good. And and there's criticism on the suit and everything and the moving eyes and everything, but I think that's it's what people awesome. keep coming into the comic book store like complaining about that. And then people who have been reading the comics forever, like that's how Spider-Man's like always been. Like his eyes moved with the costume. Yeah, so yeah I don't care too much about the eyes. Um, yeah, the suit design is a little different, but the suit is always different in every new iteration. So. Yeah, people are just like, oh, I like the Tobey Maguire suit, or oh, I like the fucking Andrew Garfield suit. I don't want anything else. Just give me back that. You know what pisses me off? If my dad watches this, like, it's people like you, Dad, that are like, why is Spider-Man in another movie? He already fucking has three other ones. Like, the one Andrew Garfield portrayed is different than the one Tobey Maguire portrayed. They are different books. They are different people in a sense. Like they have different personalities. And it's you know still awesome. Spider-Man, but they're different. So he's actually played by a teenager and not some twenty-eight-year-old pretending to be a teenager. Like that's what I'm happy about too, because like I think I was about to say, like the people who are confused will just be like, "Oh, it's young Spider-Man." Do you know what I mean? Like him. Oh uh, yes, it's eleven-year-old Spider-Man. Movies. Yeah. yeah like, like people were like, oh, he sounds too young and everything. Like he's not supposed to be old. He's not supposed to be fucking 28. He's supposed to be a teenager. It makes sense. Like, I think he's going to reach out to the like kids watching that kind of stuff or the kids who are in like middle school, high school. And we don't need to bitch because we already have like all the other guys like Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson, like they're older. So we kind of to identify with so um my my question is is like i i wonder when that takes place in the movie like how much is he actually gonna be in is he gonna fight at all is he gonna i can't answer that i'm not giving that that was my next question uh between both batman versus superman and the avengers like i know for like one uh not the avengers uh civil war um when like the expendables came out and they're like oh yeah we got this huge cast and then you're like oh well that guy's my favorite and that guy's my favorite but he didn't get nearly as much screen time as that guy yeah it's gonna be for sure the like main characters will get the most and like i will say that in the comics spider-man has a pretty big role so it's up to them how they want to do that do you know what i mean so the best part of that trailer wasn't even wasn't even spider-man although that was it was badass but like the best part of that trailer was bucky riding the motorcycle and fucking black panther hauling ass to take that motorcycle down dude that was the best part of that trailer i was like damn and i I just can't wait to see him fucking go at it man who are you guys siding with uh iron man or cap all right so like i understand both sides like i understand that you know, these superheroes are running around and, and... I mean, don't say what it's about. Have we said what it's about yet? Yeah, they know. said it in the trailer. Oh, okay. Yeah, so so General Ross comes in, who I think I know, he's like Secretary of State or something like that. So General Ross comes in and he says, you know, you guys are running around and look at Sokovia, look at um, New York, and look at um, 
uh, wherever wherever Civil War, I mean, uh, wherever um, Winter Soldier took place. I don't remember. Yeah. But so where the helicarrier fell, they were like, look at all this damage that you guys are causing and no one's holding you accountable for it. You're just running around just doing it because you can. So I understand the aspect of, of you know, Iron Man's side and General Ross's side where they're like, you know, somebody needs to hold you accountable for this. Like you need to, you know, uh, you know, I said that a million times, but be held accountable for your actions. And then, you know, capsides like, you know, well, I'm not going to stand by and let, you know, fucking something like people Ultron take happen. over the world. Yeah. And I'm just not going to do anything about it because you don't want to cause property damage or, or I guess I'm going to say what the plot is like without giving anything away. But Iron Man's wants all of these people to give their identities up and sign up and say, like, I'm a superhero and I'm going to serve you like the government. And Captain America is like, no, it's my human right to want to keep my identity a secret and to not, like, serve anyone. Like, I'm free in the United States because obviously he came from a different time period. So there's this clash, you know what I mean? Between, like, this corporate, like, I believe everybody has to, like, sign up and everything needs to be orderly and, like, detailed. And this guy who's, like kind of representing the constitution in a way and saying like no you can't take away my freedoms that's what that, i get from it but i like captain that, america so the only thing that sucks though is like in the marvel cinematic universe pretty much nobody has a secret identity you know what i mean like yeah, yeah everybody well, knows who's who entails, i think it also entails like saying where they are at any given time having to go on like missions like the government saying like you need to do this yeah but somebody shouldn't be obligated to just drop whatever they're doing just to go fight a conflict on behalf of the government because well, that's completely up to, to them. Draft. What do you like? Do you think that's something that we all have to sign up for? Or I don't know. Like, I don't know those. Like, it's just something that a lot of people are divided on. Well, I... it's it's kind of like you have your army and yes, you're if you're in war and they institute a draft, you're obligated. But it's like, in in this case, it's like you're having an army, but of superheroes. Yeah. I don't know. I, f I feel like for, for this movie, since it's not so much about secret identities, it's just about the damage that's been done in... in um... Well, I know Peter Parker usually keeps his identity secret, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, to an, to an extent. If you read the Civil War comics, and obviously. I think if we're reading, like, I think if we're reading into like what the, because I know a lot of different tropes have happened in books, but I think some people do kind of still have their identity, like in the comics, yeah, absolutely. But in in the movies, like the only one I don't know if I don't recall if they know who Captain America is, but like no one knows who Spider Man is as far as we know in this. I think know who he is because there was the ending to the movie where at the smithsonian there was the entire like history of him in the military remember oh that's and, right like, bucky was there so people do know but so is that funny. like something that you have to if you're if you have superpowers you have to go to the government you have to tell them and you have to tell them who you are is that like something that's right i don't, I don't think so because then that means that like 
people like uh since they're in the same universe people like daredevil would have to come forward and say who he is people like jessica jones she'd have to tell everybody that she has powers and she doesn't want to do that so like since that's all in the same universe that would extend to that and 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 obviously not they don't they don't want to do that so but is there like then there's the iron man perspective that's like you know we're not going to do anything bad you just have to trust us like we're going to keep can't everything confidential that. Yeah, that's what's like kind of weird. But he, you have to understand, he comes from like a business perspective. Like, we have to keep the public happy. We need to look good. But can you, you know trust I mean? the Red Hulk? That's the question. <laughs> so uh, I'm not 100% on the comic book universes, but uh, doesn't the. Since all the worlds are connected but again there's different universes so i don't know um does the events of civil war at all lead into days of future past because that kind of seems like it's a thing that goes hand in hand if everybody's registered then uh it kind of leads into days of future past where the sentinels know where and who all the mutants are uh i i've I'm never i've never up. Yeah, I've never read into, into that connection and everything. I didn't read all the all the um, tie-ins for Civil War because there was a, there was a lot of them, so I I, I didn't read all of them. Um, so apparently, there's like a own X Men Civil War series. Yeah, yeah. Each kind of each so Civil War was this great great big event, and then like X Men would have their Civil War story that would tie into the main storyline, and then. Fantastic Four would have their own Civil War story that would tie into their storyline. The only one who didn't really have one was Hulk because he was off the planet. He's the best ever in the world. He's the greatest. <laughs> but um, they're actually doing Civil War 2 now, and I'm so far behind on Marvel Comics that I can't even pick that up because I'm so... I am so far behind that I'm back on... Um, Avengers vs. X-Men. I haven't even finished that. Oh my gosh. So, I'm quite a ways behind. Well, I'm like 10 steps behind that, so... You're 10 steps behind. They're rebooting Power Rangers. Yeah, the movie. Yeah, they already, I saw the cast photos and everything. It's, I hope it's pretty good. They even I, cast um, Effie. What's her name? From The Hunger Games, I forget. Yeah, um, she's, she's playing... um. Uh, what's what's her name in Power Rangers? The pink one? Kimberly? No, she's she, no, she's playing the um, the bad lady. Oh yeah. Oh Rita Repulsa. Yeah, she's playing her. I just know that they're making the black Power Ranger and the yellow Power Ranger like different races. <laughs> well, so I, I'm I'm sure that's to get away from this stereotype in the first Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. The black Ranger was black and the yellow yeah. Ranger was Asian. They specifically said, like, we're not going to do that, which I thought was funny. Did you guys... that. that doesn't bother me in the slightest. No, bit. it doesn't bother me either. It's, I think it's probably a good thing. I think they're just exchanging them, but I thought it was Did funny you guys that that hear, the things they said. Uh, there's a new Dragon Ball movie on the way, and Jackie Chan is uh, playing possibly older Goku. Oh my Lanta. Alright, so alright, hold on a fucking second. I haven't heard anything about this, but if it is true. Confirmed by Jackie Chan on Twitter. If Jackie Chan Damn, that's is, true. is potentially playing an older Goku, um, 
obviously, I don't think the story would revolve around him. So then, what would what would the story be? Uh, I can't remember because it was like a few weeks ago that I read it. But Akira Toriyama is taking uh, pretty much matters into his own hands after Dragon Ball Evolution, which I've never seen. I will not see ever. And uh, he said that uh, Jackie Chan is confirmed in the cast. Uh, I can't remember whether or not the article said he was playing an older Goku, but that's what I remember. Oh, that's pretty sweet. I bet it'll be good. Yeah, basically the whole fan base and Akira Toriyama as well, they're just like, yeah, Dragon Ball Evolution, that was bad, right? So now we're going to do it and we're going to do it my way. I'm looking it up. I can't find it. You guys, I am really sad because I'm going to have to get going. Okay. I'm going to record forever and ever. But until uh, next cool. week. That is not a problem. We're at like an hour and a half anyway, and we wanted to keep in that uh, hour and a half to yeah. two hour bracket. So that's more than okay. But yeah, so, so, so next week, prepare. See fucking Batman vs. Superman for the love of God, please, so we can talk we about will it. Have, yeah, we will have comments on that movie for sure. Yes, because I don't want to. That's a type of movie that I would never want spoiled for me. So if anybody hasn't seen it, please let me know. Because like the first thing I'm gonna say is, "Holy shit, did you see Batman do this?" We all have homework. Yeah, I I've probably got the most homework. I still need to see quite a few <laughs> movies. But that's right. most important. So see it. Yeah, real talk. Well, I hope you guys have a good week. Yeah, definitely you too. Yeah, I'll talk see to ya. you guys next week. Alrighty, catch you guys later. Bye-bye.